fucking getting out of this stupid car, David. The driving man's coming. Oh my God. David? Nobody cares. I got it. Okay. When Stevie contemplates selling the motel, a panicked Johnny and Moira hustle to keep a roof over their heads, and Alexis drives a nervous David to his driving test. You're listening to The Shit List as we unpack Season 3, Episode 4, Driving Test. Okay, welcome back, everyone. Hello, hello. Episode 4, Season 3. Pee-pee. We are looking at driving, driving tests. again. Pee-pee. Another car themed really, episode. You know, I'm really falling short on these sound effects. Why don't we talk about these before the <laughs> I'm episode? I'm just going to like audibly <laughs> add them. <laughs> I could have had that in there. <laughs> Dang it. Okay. Next week, we need to make a list ahead of time. There we go. Yeah. Um, so yeah, David's taking his driving test today. That's the mm-hmm. big one. That's the yeah. uh, title of the episode. And mm-hmm. our title is David. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Per Alexis. Yep. How's, how's the heat wave stuff before um, we get into it? Well, I'm currently recording downstairs because I normally record in our upstairs. Like we have a one and a half floor house, I think is what it's officially called. Cause we have like the dormered ceilings. And mm-hmm. even though we have central air, it doesn't get up there enough yeah. to be comfortable so i was like i have to record downstairs so i'm downstairs where the ac is actually noticeable and so pumping it's pumping yeah that's nice our old house was i mean it was a two-story house but mm-hmm. it was also very hot upstairs like yeah not you weren't getting air up there at all no nope. have uh, you been using your little pool we just ordered a new pool cover for it so that we can leave it full longer and keep oh, nice. it clean because our pool like i said a couple weeks ago is like it's an inflatable, inflatable pool so um it's not quite as official as katie's but with it does with the job when it's 100 degrees got a seat in it yeah i got a little chair can sit out there so yeah we've spent some time out there but really just trying to like stay out of the the blazing sun mm-hmm. is my goal lately yep. Here too. So, how is everybody else doing out there? Hopefully, staying cool. We're almost to July, which yeah. is kind of crazy. The Fourth of July is next weekend. Yeah, we are um, halfway through the year already. That's oh ridiculous. Yeah, we just had the longest day of the year. We're officially in summer, which seems like we've been here for months already. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, speaking of summer, you're going to want to get your Pelican frame tomorrow. Tomorrow's yeah. the day. Well, if you're when this goes out, eyewear. it will have already oh, come right. out. Thursday. We're recording this right. on Thursday, the day before well, the you've launch. missed it if you're listening. Yes. Yeah. Hopefully <laughs> we post late. it on the Instagram. I even got a little option to like set a reminder on my phone. Nice. I don't know if I'm going to buy them. Gonna I'm going to I'm going to look at them. I think all of the glasses I was looking on the DL eyewear website this morning are all about 150 per frame, at least the sunglasses. Yeah. There wasn't they're, like a lot of fluctuation nicer. in yeah. price. Um, so I'm thinking about it. We'll see. I'll report back next okay. week if I got them or not. But I um I can attest that they're nice quality because I did yeah. have that one pair here. Like my problem is with sunglasses. I've splurged a few times in the past, like once or maybe twice. Mm-hmm. I'm getting nice sunglasses and then I lost them within three months. Yeah. Whereas I pay five to $10 for sunnies and I have them for Mm -hmm. years, but they're always smudged and scratched up. But like, I can't 
lose those have if you I tried. Have you seen by my front door where I have our key hooks, but I also have two sets for sunglasses. Have you seen those all yes. filled up? I have so many cheap pairs of sunglasses and Joe always gives me crap for them. I'm like, hey, I have 20 pairs of 10 to $20 sunglasses versus one pair of 200. So let's tone it down a little bit. Like I'm giving <laughs> I have a little ledge by our keys where I keep my sunglasses. But yeah. so now maybe... I have a, a good enough system where I can afford to, yeah. to get some DL eyewear sunnies. So yeah. we'll see how that goes. Uh, so that's happening. We mm-hmm. also have some polls. Did you yes. want to talk about any of the polls? You posted a couple of yeah, them. Yeah, wanna... we posted some polls this week. I did post a collage of goat eyes. If you, I can't, <laughs> if when you I wanted some, that, I was like, no, some nightmare <laughs> fuel. Uh, I posted all of these creepy creepy ass goat eyes which have like that slotted pupil slit it's, a, um, it's the square sides it's, that really it's really unnerving but i asked our audience if anyone had gotten a black eye and if they could give us the story and we got some we got some responses i was surprised how many people actually said yeah. they had gotten a black eye my mom chimed in and confessed to having given me a black <laughs> eye so i appreciate that i feel seen and heard um your friend Aaliyah said that she stole her brother's bike and got hit by a car on yeah. the bike. <laughs> I don't know. Who, I need to get this story. I I'll, um, I owe her a phone call, so I'm going to have to get that story. Uh, Danny chimed in and said she was jumping off a swing with her cousins when she was little and got a black eye. Your niece, Crystal, said her aunt was watching her run around in circles until she ran straight into the bar. Are you That's the me. aunt? <laughs> I guess so, but I do not recall she that at all. Little. Our house had this terrible design flaw where it was like, a counter height and then a small sit around bar mm-hmm. uh, next to it. And I'm like, who designed this? This would never pass code. Now every kid I know ran into that damn thing. Like that is not safe, but I don't recall <laughs> what she's talking about. Um, I guess she just wanted to call you out because you called yeah. her out for burning her ramen uh, yeah. or whatever a couple <laughs> seasons ago. So she had to get back at you. We also talked about automobiles. Like, do you like to haggle when you go out car shopping? Or pay full freight. Or do you pay full freight? (laughs) Funny story on that. So I was in Michigan like a month ago and I was out with my niece and we were shopping um, just like some local shops in town. And we went to this toy store and there was something she wanted and it was kind of overpriced. And I was like, "Uh, I don't I think you should save your money because she brought her money with her. She's eight. And I was like, no, like, let's talk about it with mom and dad when we get home. And she was like, well, how about we see if we can talk them down? And I was like, what? She's like, yeah, sometimes my dad will like, someone is selling something for a thousand dollars and he gets it for 600. So maybe we can try to talk him down. And I was like, this is not, this is not this that is kind not of establishment. This is not that kind of establishment. You can't just haggle it, it like Walmart. Like, I know. But it just made me laugh. So I think when she grows up, she will be one to, uh, to talk her way down. Yeah. She's starting early. Um, but most people said they don't like, or don't know how to handle a few said they can talk them down. And then we had one clever person who said they, uh, developed a confusing backstory and overpaid, which was our third option <laughs> just for fun. Just like Moira. It's like Moira. Basically. Um, and then we also asked about cars that people have owned and what are some of the quirkier cars that you've had or driven the one that I found fascinating was Ethan, who wrote in and said he recently saw the Wienermobile out in public. He sent pictures, too, of the Wienermobile. And then there's a Mr. Peanutmobile. I which didn't know that. I a didn't planner's know. mobile or something. Or, yeah, like, one of the one of the peanut franchises. Yeah, I didn't know that was a thing. 
it's similar to the Wienermobile. Just imagine a peanut. Wienermobile. Wienermobile. Um, but we got some other good uh, answers. And his response made me think of, I remember when I lived in Grand Rapids, there was a Red Bull. It was like a smart car with a Red Bull can on top of it. And it would drive all around oh, town. Yeah, and they I would give you free that. Red Bull. Yeah. Kind of reminded me Hel- of that. That's nice. Healthy. <laughs> <laughs> so healthy. Uh, and then, Katie, you posted one last poll before we went uh, to record this tonight, asking people what their uh, afterlife plans were, if they had any. Do you have those results yeah, for us? I'm looking at them right now. This is a late in the day uh, post. So Instagram only lets you do four options. And I had so many more choices. So <laughs> this is not a percentage base because you could vote on one of two pages. So mm-hmm. we have... Three votes for cremation, just like Aunt Maureen. Mm-hmm. Traditional burial, uh, two votes. Two votes for plan. What's that? <laughs> no plan. I guess at this moment in time, I would probably fit in that. Category. I am in like, that I category. Really don't I don't know. have a plan. Like, yeah, um, decided. Two votes for scientific donation. One of which you'll be interested to know was your very own Sushant voted oh. for scientific donation. <laughs> okay, so you may want to have that conversation. <laughs> Well, I'm at least glad he, he didn't vote for a funeral pyre. Funeral pyre. No okay. votes for that. No votes for that. And three votes for just disappear and haunt my family forever. Okay. So just okay. uh not really a fun topic, but kind of interesting I mean, to hear people. We made results. it as fun as we possibly could. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to keep so. it light here. Yeah. Yep, exactly. All but, right. Uh that's it. That's the polls. That's the new. We didn't have a lot of news besides the eyewear. So no. are we ready to dive in? Let's do it. Let's dive in. Okay. We're diving into driving tests. David's taking his driving test. And we open on this just glorious, perfectly composed beauty shot of the ro- of the motel mm-hmm. and the Rosa family's new car, this yeah. new town car. It is, it is almost laughable how perfect this opening shot is to me and i think the the car fits well with the motel just the uh-huh. aesthetic because they were very intentional were. i remember reading about like the motel is that mid-century style which is i was day, like say, seen as very like timeless they and classic. were both built around the same time <laughs> were <laughs> and the car so. fits right in with that yeah but it's just so it's just so shiny and i like I know just from working in the business, like color correction and things like that are so important with aesthetic. And I just feel like this had a whole different look to it than the motel shot has ever mm-hmm. had before. Just like shiny and bright and just Do you feel glorious. like things are starting to look a little brighter in cheerier. general in the show? Like cheerier? I, I, this is the first one I say will say I visibly noticed that, but I'll have mm-hmm. to like Note like they're toning forward. down some of the dinginess. We're yeah. seeing less. We're seeing less establishing shots of like garbage. <laughs> I mean, right. we still we see should... some garbage, but yeah. less. I mean, it's always going to be there. Yeah. We should pay attention to that though, because mm-hmm. this I definitely noticed it in this shot, and and it makes sense. Like the story is looking up for all of them. So if that's a vibe they're trying to set, that's right. a good point. We'll we'll keep an eye out. So. We open on the David and Johnny getting ready to go somewhere. Mm-hmm. David's still being a little sour about the car because Johnny says, well, what do you think of the new wheels? And he mm-hmm. said, well, do you want my honest opinion? Yeah. He's like, David, come on. You have a car. Like, just yeah. be grateful. But it <laughs> was his money, too. Like, yeah, I'm sure he wished. He but had, your dad's okay. just really proud of this. Can you just give he's, him this? <laughs> he's, this is all he has right now, David. Just let him have this. 
So Johnny's like, okay, you ready? You got your wallet, you got your license. And we find out David does not have his license with him. He tries well, he has to his debit card. He's got his debit card. That's yeah, like- I don't need my license. We're going right up the road. <laughs> Stephanie, do you leave your house without your license in your car? No, I like, like I take no, my wallet no circumstances, my right? No, because I feel like if I did, that would be the day something happened. And like <laughs> you I get pulled over, over and a minor finder bender or <laughs> yeah, something. Yeah, like or something. So I the only place I can think of off the top of my head is if I have to run over to my friend Ann's house and let the dogs mm-hmm. out. It's like okay. within a mile of our house. Sometimes I'll just yeah. jump in the car and run over there. Mm-hmm. And it's just because I couldn't find my purse by the door quickly gotcha. or something like that. Okay. But anytime I discover that I'm driving without my license, like if I did it by accident, it's like, oh my God, this, I'm going to get, gonna what happen. am I doing yeah. wrong? I need to drive the speed limit. So I need nervous. to use my turn signal at all yeah. times. I do my, I do use my turn signal anyway, mm-hmm. but like, <laughs> like, what am I doing wrong? What am I doing wrong? So, well, I will confess it's been several years now. Um, it wasn't my license, but it was my tabs. So mm. you know how every year you have to renew your tabs. It's an easy they, one to forget. They, they give you a new sticker and then, you know, that's valid for the year or whatever. Well, I had gotten my tabs in the mail, so I paid for them and everything, but I was always told growing up, like, make sure you put the tabs on, like when the the plate is dry, like it hasn't been raining or anything, just so mm-hmm. it sticks on. And it was like raining the day that I got my Misty tabs. So I set them aside and then I couldn't find them. Oh. I couldn't find the sticker. And so I'm like, well, I know I'm insured. I just can't find the sticker. I think you can go in and reorder it. This was like probably yeah. seven years ago. And Did you I, go the whole year? I went the whole year. You made it my the entire tab. year. And there were a few times there was a police car, maybe a few cars behind me or adjacent. And I turned off on a side street. I'm like, <laughs> I don't want to be stopped. And they you diverted. like, oh, this expired <laughs> eight months ago. I mean, and, and I would divert. And that was such a stressful year. I should have just ordered a new <laughs> Yeah, you, your blood pressure was sky high that year. Isn't so that stressful. something they can just check in their system though too? Like I feel like but they run But it's probably still and... like a minor find that you don't yeah. have that there. Yep. And um, yeah, so that's an easy now, one to forget. When that comes in the mail, I'm right out there and I'm putting that sticker on so I don't forget. Yeah. Yeah. That's what Johnny would do too. He would have that. He, oh, yeah. He's prepared. He will not let David drive this car without his license. No, not even right and, into town, right down the street. Yep. And I don't blame him. It's brand new, new insurance, mm-hmm. new everything. Yeah. Don't ruin a good thing for everyone. Well, so. they can't afford to have any like financial issues at this point. Right. They yeah. just need a, a working vehicle. Like a, mm-hmm. a, for what? I'm not really sure because they do walk everywhere, but we'll get, mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll see what else they use the it's car It's a for. status symbol. Bob so, has a car. Roland has a car. Everyone has a car. Everyone has a car. But we find out David doesn't have his license because it expired. And yes. Thinking about it, I was a little surprised that maybe he even had one, like if maybe they had drivers for them or even living Mm. in New York. I know a lot of people living in New York never even get their license or drive a car because they don't Mm -hmm. have to. They would just have like a state ID or something. But I guess that he had one. Mm -hmm. And then Alexis and uh, Moira come out and there's this whole... Another one of these, uh, like, who's on first situations yes. about who needs the car? I need the car. Where's the keys? It looks like you guys are coming back. Why are you saying you're just leaving? Et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. And then it's like gang up on David time, talking about how he failed his driver's test three times, 16 mm-hmm. times, whatever time. Yeah. Poor thing has crippling test anxiety, uh, Moira said. And also, like I said, suddenly everyone needs a ride everywhere when they used to yeah. just walk. Right. Because I'm sure Alexis is going to work. Moira is going to town hall. She said so. Not yep. sure where David and Johnny were going, but no. they're the only ones likely to have somewhere to go drivable. Alexis mm-hmm. and Moira could probably just walk. Right. Yeah. 
But so. look at the shoes they're wearing. Probably not. Yeah. Um, but they did it before. Yeah. Actually, going back to the driving test thing, speaking of that, did you have to redo your tests? Like, do you remember any of your driver's training experiences? Vividly. I have stories last loaded for tonight. Oh, good. Okay. Um, All right. So we'll we'll talk about those. uh, Well, let's get get through the opening scene. But yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I just wanted to know, like you pass your test though, right? I did. It was more the driver's training experience that was a little traumatic and more memorable for me. I would say. Yeah. Yeah. So what about like when you moved to Ohio and you, do you have an Ohio license now? Oh yeah. So Mm -hmm. did you have to take a test to get that? I didn't, but I, I I just transferred. So as long as you have a valid license in another state, that's like an equivalent Mm -hmm. class. That's what we did when we lived in New York. Yeah. Um, But I did wait until like, two days before it expired on my birthday to go in. And then like, because I was in a new state, you have to bring all this paperwork and proof of residency and all mm-hmm. that stuff. So it was a little bit more involved. Um, but yeah, I do have my Ohio. I'm well, at least you have to take a test. Oh, I know. Cause I don't know that I would pass. Yeah. I'm because... not sure. Not a written one anyway. <laughs> no, it's been almost 20 years. Ugh, if you think about it. So, yeah. So anyway, they all get in the car. Alexis decides I'm driving. It's fine. Johnny says, you got your license. It's fine. That was her answer. Yeah. (laughs) Just like David. So who knows if a licensed driver is driving this car at this point? Who knows? And does Johnny even get in the car? Like, do Alexis and David just drive off without him? I guess we don't really see. I think he gets in the back. I think he gets in behind Alexis. Yeah. So I think Moira and David got in the passenger side. I actually counted the car door slams and it seemed like there was one too many. (laughs) It's like I heard four (laughs) slams and only saw three car doors shut. But. Um, when I was growing up real quick, like I can relate to that family dynamic of fighting over who's going to not only have the car, but even like who's going to drive because I have two brothers. We were all kind of close in age. My older brother and I are just a year apart. So like we went through driver's training and we were both driving early drivers around the same time and sharing a car, right? And sharing like a family car and you have to get your hours in when you have your permit. Mm -hmm. So it was always like, well, who's going to drive? I want to drive or I want to sit in the front seat. That was the other big thing was who got Shotgun. to sit in the front seat. Exactly. Yeah. But Johnny's in the back. We we know that much. Johnny has de- <laughs> <laughs> definitely gotten demoted to the back. Yeah. <laughs> Which makes sense in that family, mm-hmm. of course. Yeah. So the next thing you know, David is wandering down to the office and we see Stevie just buried in paperwork and mm-hmm. David. <laughs> this is a in. new day. We should mention him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Drop change. I was. Yeah, I was going to say that because I was like, man, he scheduled this test fast. But then I was like, oh, wait, he's wearing, wearing a different, different clothes. Uh, Everyone's wearing different sweater. clothes. It's his this. radical yeah. feminist sweater that yep. he'll wear several times. I think we see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's he sees she's busy and he's trying to just awkwardly be sensitive to the situation, but also asking a favor As a motive, at the most, like at the most very, incorrect time. <laughs> A very obvious motive. Yes. It might be beneficial to take a 15 minute to an hour to two hour break. <laughs> like, you know, this is going to take time. Stressed, to I like to, to just Elmdale. walk away. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You have to go all the way to Elmdale. And he's also like, well, you're your own boss now. So you can just let yourself go at any mm-hmm. time during the day. I would love to help you with an errand, but I just really need a driver's license yeah. to do Trying that. Trying to like guilt her into helping. And, and she just. She, yeah. deadpan look at like uh, not having no. it today no. and finally david picks up on that <laughs> and he said okay this is not a good time to ask um it's just that the test is today and i'm very anxious about it 
but I'm going to find somebody else. Basically. I do like that. He confides in her that he is anxious about it. Yeah. Like, yep. It's know, a vulnerable moment of vulnerability for, for sure, him to admit that. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I think he probably is putting on more of a strong front for his family at this moment. So yeah. she's probably the only she's one. She's almost knows, like a like security blanket for him. It. Like he would mm-hmm. definitely feel more comfortable with Stevie going and supporting him. Like she supported right. him when he went out to get a job and there's been several other times, whereas his family exactly. clearly is just going to nag him and like bring up all of his times that he failed. His right. Test. Yeah. Remember this time you failed and this time you failed and this time you failed just like mm-hmm. Alexis did. Boom, boom, boom. in the open yeah. scene. While we're going to stick uh, with this storyline. Okay. So David does go to his next and presumably last resort, Alexis to come <laughs> with him to, yes. <laughs> to the driving test. And this um this scene this whole storyline is one of my favorite david alexis storylines throughout yeah. the whole show the conversation in the car on the way there in the parking lot and on the way home i just love this whole sequence of events yeah. that happens so it's one of those that like there's significant growth in that relationship because mm-hmm. they come to a better understanding of each other you know turns out though alexis was probably the best person to ask because she seems like she's a professional driver <laughs> She has her F class. Um, and like how many licenses in different countries? <laughs> she said there, um, there, I have my F class. And David says, isn't that for transport trucks? Which she explains she had a lot of people to move, which I'm sure is another one of her saga stories. I tried to yeah. look up what F class was. So a lot of different states have different class systems. Mm-hmm. So there is an F class in Tennessee that I found that means like for hire, like as a chauffeur. Okay. Um, in the UK, an F class means that you are certified to drive a tractor, which oh. I consulted my UK specialist, Dan, and he uh-huh. didn't get back to me yet, oh. but I wanted to know if he had his F class. <laughs> but um, I, then I thought, oh, like maybe it's a Canadian thing because it's a Canadian mm. show, but it seems like theirs go by numbers. So I think okay. this is just a purely made up. <laughs> maybe. F-class or maybe she was a license. chauffeur of some sort. Or maybe, yes. Um, so... Now, have you ever driven in another country? Other, I've driven through Canada and like there's no issue there. Canada. Yeah. Canada would be the only place. Like when you go to a country where like you drive on the other side of the road or, you know, I think that's do you have so to have I think international that's just, license. No, you can drive because I know Scott and Aaliyah went to England and Ireland and they drove all around as long as you have a valid license where you're mm. from. I think it's just the UK that drives on the wrong side of the road, to be okay. honest. I think. I don't think that's common in the rest of Europe. I'm not 100% sure on that. Maybe our listeners can tell us or yeah. I can. What side of the road do you drive on where you live? What side of the road do you drive <laughs> on where you live? And that's not by choice. Like, what's the law? Yeah, not what you do. <laughs> you can't just drive on the wrong side Speaking of the road. Speaking of that, I was in Kentucky getting cheap gas earlier today and <laughs> there was a woman driving the wrong way on a one way towards oh, me. Oh, God. Luckily, there were two lanes, but I had to like be better. And it was like an older woman. I think she just like missed her turn or something. Got but startled and missed her I spot. Like, you know, you going I have turned way. in to like driveways the wrong way. You know, like if there's a medium where there's a driveway mm-hmm. where almost, like especially where Rivertown Mall is, there's all these turn ins where mm-hmm. all the driveways and I have gone in those not a full blown street, but just a driveway. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I just was oh, sorry. Like, let me just get out of the way. <laughs> I think, I think the best thing to do is just stay to the right because that's what you would do in a normal situation, yes. right? Yeah. Um, the right is right. Anyway, 
Anyway, where were we? Uh, Alexis is a good person to ask, though. She's got all of these licenses and she has her F class. And she says, I don't know why you didn't ask me first. Why do you always ask other people first? So David claims to say, you know, I just can't flirt my way through everything, including driver's licenses. And she insists that she earned every single one of those licenses. You try parallel parking in a burka, David, which I had to look up. I did not know what a burka was. I thought it was a car model. No, I didn't. I mean, I know what it is now. I know. I didn't know that's Mm -hmm. what it was called, Mm -hmm. but I thought, oh yeah, you definitely can't Mm -hmm. flirt your way out of that. You don't see anybody. So if you don't know, it's the traditional like Arabic garb where you can only Mm -hmm. see a woman's eyes. Yeah. Nothing. Literally no part of your body is showing. Maybe that's when she was dating that Saudi prince. She wasn't allowed to talk to. Maybe. (laughs) So well, anyway, she also mentioned sense. that she let a seven-year-old drive her around Mumbai. <laughs> yeah. And when Sushant saw that, he thought that was the funniest thing. He loved that line. Is so. that normal in Mumbai, Sushant? Did you I ask don't him? No. He <laughs> he I don't know that he's driven any um I don't know that he chauffeured when he was seven years old. When he was seven, <laughs> seven, eight, nine, him. young, a young I lad. I don't think so. Yeah. Then she asked David to steer the car while she checks her phone. Oh my this gosh. Was, this was the ultimate big thrill when I was a kid. My big really? sister always used to let me do oh. this. <laughs> that str- really- like if I was in a car with someone and they did that, I would be like, pull over. Cause I'm such a bad backseat driver. I'd be like, pull over. I'm driving. I'm not going <laughs> to be a passenger in this so, kind of insanity. Let's this, this is probably a good time to talk yeah. driver's training. So yeah. like who taught you to drive aside from driver's training? Did you have someone at home that taught you to drive? Well, um, extra I, experience or before driver's training. I don't think I'd ever driven before driver's training mm. and I was hella nervous a la David about it. <laughs> um, and it wasn't something I was really excited about either. So I waited, I was almost 16 before I started driver's training. So I didn't get my license till I was like 16 and a half. Whereas here, you know, right. once you turn 16, that's when you can get your official license if you've done all the training and passed your test. So I waited till like the summer before my 16th birthday. I went to a training school that was like out in the country around where my dad lived. And it was like a very Schitt's Creek kind of town with like a mm-hmm. Schitt's Creek kind of crew of people. And it was like a like an accelerated class. So I had to go every night for like four weeks or something. And oh, then wow. um, we would do our classes and then we do our road tests. And I was super nervous to go out on my first road test. And I was just like worried about remembering everything and like, how do you, you know, keep track of the pedals, keep track of this, keep track of that. Like it, <laughs> I was really worried about it. And there's people in the car because they bring you out like two right. students at a time. You're in groups of three or four. Right. And so I went first or no, my partner went first and then I went second and have, I had a really creepy driver's training uh, instructor as well. Like he wanted us to drive us past our houses. And I thought about it later. I'm like, now he knows where I live. Like, that was kind of weird. Um, oh yeah, that he actually did that. <laughs> yeah. um, but we had to stop at a mechanic shop because he needed to like check something or top off the oil. I don't know. I still don't know what we were doing. But the we way like, you just said mechanic shop, I thought you were about to say McDonald's. <laughs> we had to stop at a mechanic shop. <laughs> I thought we were about to get a Big Mac with this driver's training. I would have enjoyed that. That should be a part of driver's training. It should be. You got to practice how to do that shit. It's an important part of life. Don't scrape the side of your car against the building. Like these are important things to know. Get within Um, reach of the food. (laughs) 
<laughs> Very important. Um, anyway, you were at the mechanic. <laughs> I was at the mechanic shop and we were there for like 15, 20 minutes. So my um, road buddy and I, she was in the backseat, but we like <laughs> were sitting and chatting for a while. And I don't remember taking off my seatbelt, but we were there so long. We had taken off our seatbelts and then they finished up whatever. Our instructor got back in the car. He didn't go through the checklist again with me because I was technically in the middle of my trip. We just started going and we had like a couple miles to drive back to the driving school where we had started. So we get back there and he congratulates me for like really good job, you know, great, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, okay, thank you. And then I turned to unbuckle my seatbelt and I realized it wasn't buckled for the second half. Oh my God. Driving back. And I looked at the girl in the car with me and I was like, have I not had this on since we left the mechanic shop? And she was like, yeah. And I didn't want to say anything. And I was so panicked. I was like, did he didn't see? He didn't see, but I Ooh. was like, oh my God, I never want to drive I feel again. Like that that was terrible. Like I had to call my mom and I was like, mom, I'm never driving again. The worst thing. Like I, it really upset me. I was a very David type. I feel driver. like that would have been immediate <laughs> fail if he didn't notice that. Well, yeah, but like he didn't go through the checklist with me either. So I don't feel like he did his job correctly, right? but nevertheless, right. I was very traumatized. Didn't want to go any on any more road tests. And then Damn. my parents were like, no, you have to do it. Like, it'll be fine. And like my dad took me out on a drive in his giant suburban, which I also wasn't comfortable driving <laughs> to That's just like one. to just get back behind the wheel. And we just went on like some dirt roads or something. But yeah, I was like, uh, I don't know if I want to do this. And then, you know, I got through it, whatever. And then you have to take like, your second training, get all your hours. And then when I went to finally get my permit <laughs> on the way to the DMV or the secretary of state or whatever, I literally ran a red light on the oh way my to get God, my permit Stephanie. with my stepdad in the car. And we just looked at each other and he was like, well, <laughs> like this is hopefully not a sign uh, of things to come. No shit. Hopefully that's it. And I will happily report I've never gotten a traffic violation, only parking tickets here and there. So not I'm doing pretty good. Ticket. Knock on wood. Never a speeding ticket. Nope. Oh, hey, good for you. I know how to ev evade and elude the police, I guess. Turn that corner so they don't see my expired tabs. Exactly. <laughs> Just outrun the police. <laughs> when I was in school... They don't even do this. And I don't, obviously they didn't do this when you were in school. And maybe this is just a really small town thing, but driver's training was like provided through school. It mm -hmm. wasn't something you had to go search out and find. It was in my school. I had just missed those windows to sign up. Oh, got you. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Cause I don't think they do that anymore. I'm not positive. I, I don't, don't think have any, they do like, either. I think because kids, of like funding. Yeah. It's all. I think you just have whatever. to go find your own mm -hmm. like, yeah, yeah driver's. 101 school, school. Yeah. whatever. I was trying to think of some <laughs> clever name, but it didn't come to me. <laughs> so, well, anyway, David Anyways. doesn't have to do the school because he's obviously been driving. He had a license. It once, just has to but... take a road test again. Yes. Yeah, Which that would be that easier shit. than taking the written test, <clears throat> I would think. I, yeah, I agree. Cause you don't need yeah. to, I mean, the written test is going to ask you specific laws and rules and things that you might not ever encounter. Right. Like how to use a roundabout that no one seems to ever know how to use. <laughs> I mean, I do, but how far behind the car is a lot of people are don't. You supposed to break? Mm -hmm. How much space are you supposed yep. to leave? You know, know, I had to do this online little thing when I remember when I crashed into a sign a couple winters back <laughs> and wrecked do. my explorer. Uh yeah. because no one else was involved, but because I was definitely distracted driving, I am embarrassed to say. Um 
I hit a sign. I skidded off the road. Thank God that's all that happened. But and no they one made else was me involved. Do, no, yeah, not yeah. another car, nothing like that. They made me do this um, online thing. And that mm-hmm. was that was very test like. But you just you just sat through the lesson, took the quiz at the end, and there were like seven lessons. Okay. And it was yeah. super easy. It wasn't anything. I probably could have just taken the test without watching. But I was mm-hmm. like, what if I miss something and then I get it wrong <laughs> and then I get my license taken away? So yeah, you don't want that. I did. I did do the work. So anyway, David just has to take the driving test. So they pull up to the Elmdale Vehicle Department Driver Examination Center. Very specific signage Very specific on this. Place. Yes. This building is only for that. <laughs> and they get even further into this fight that they're having. Mm-hmm. And they start kind of arguing about who had it easier in life. And I have to say, I'm feeling for Alexis in this fight because he's coming at her about having things handed to her. And I want to say, David, you both were kind of spoiled brats for a long time. Yeah, but I think what they're not realizing is they had it easier at different things. Whereas they only, it's like a grass is greener kind of thing. Like, well, you had this easy and that was hard for me and vice versa. And they're not appreciating those differences. And more comes out later on the way home too about David and why he's so mad about it. But I, Mm -hmm. but I gotta say like, you can't really come at her for having, her. Yeah, yeah, you can't have it ha, come at her for having an easier life than you. I mm-hmm. think you both had pretty easy lives uh, yeah. growing up. Because what does he say? Like, not everybody skates, through, skates life. through life. And she says, excuse me, I don't skate through life. I walk through life in really nice in shoes. Really and nice I'm sorry shoes. if that rubs you the wrong way. She said, I'm and sorry, actually. Sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> and I'm sorry if that rubs you the wrong way, David, but maybe if you could just relax a little, mm-hmm. she basically calls him out and says, you just overthink everything. She gives one of the best pieces of life advice. My yes. favorite line. No one is thinking about you the way that you are thinking about you. What a great line in all aspects in life. It's a great line, but also like just a tinge of hypocrisy. I think like, because I think she often thinks people are thinking about her more than they are, but not in this True. situation. Like she's, she's very, she is very uh, perception center. She wants people to have this yes. view of her, but she's not worried as much as David I think, is worried. right. She has more confidence than him. Yes. And, and yes, that's what exactly. she's basically just own yourself, like be yourself, mm-hmm. own yourself. Nobody is looking or thinking at you. I was listening to a podcast. She's so unapologetically herself. And And he needs to be also like, Mm -hmm. I can't remember what I was listening to lately, but somebody, some podcast I was listening to was talking about embarrassing moments, most embarrassing moments. And everyone who responded to this questionnaire couldn't remember anyone else's. They could only remember their own. It's like, Mm -hmm. see, you don't know what anyone else's is. You're only thinking about yourself. So Mm-hmm. Just good advice all around. Yeah. Nobody's thinking about you the way you're thinking about you. Use that in your life, a la Alexis Rose. Yeah. Actually, like, good advice from her. Nobody cares, right? Nobody cares. I and mean, we so care, true. but, like, we don't care. Right. You know. So, yeah, it turns out he's he's just more worried about, you know, people thinking he's dumb if he fails the test or what if he does fail the test or, she's even you know. Like- Telling him how to breathe. Breathe, David. <sighs> breathe. <sighs> he's like, like he's in labor. <laughs> breathe, David. So finally, 
she gets out of the car. They have this stormy fight. He gets out of the car. She gets out of the car. I'm the one that's supposed to be getting out of the stupid car, David. The driving man is coming. <laughs> the, <laughs> the driving, driving man. man. So, and she's in these shorty so short shorts. She gives him one last, David, nobody cares as a, as a pep talk. And he's on this driving test and this kid could not give two shits about what he is doing. It becomes very clear that this is just a paycheck for this kid. And Alexis was right. He doesn't care. But David has to like confirm it. You know, he's asking all these questions. He's got to know. How old are you? Is this what you're going to do with your life? Bro, I've done like eight of these today. (laughs) So turns out he DJs on the weekends. Hey, pretty cool gig right yeah i was always envious of djs at weddings because when they are uh when they're done their work is over Mm. that night they get to pack up and go home but they do have a lot of heavy equipment so yeah that part's not fun (laughs) maybe he'll dj at the wobbly elm one of these days oh good thinking yeah thinking Um, so but yeah it you're right it, it confirms to david like oh this guy actually doesn't care and then he can finally chill the f out like relax he smiles like he's like oh yeah okay i get it now and he's right he's fine everyone's just getting through life doing their job going about their business it doesn't matter david mm-hmm. yeah turns out uh he passes his test they're on mm-hmm. the way home alexis says i assumed you passed we're not just illegally driving here yeah he passed um and they have this final bit of this important conversation mm-hmm. in their friend friendship slash brother, sisterhood, sibling, relationship, sibship, sibship. I like that. And Alexis is kind of upset. She said, you never trust me. I told you it would be fine. You Mm -hmm. never trust me. You never take my advice. And David finally opens up that he doesn't trust her because of all of basically all of her years gallivanting around the globe. What do you think I was doing while you were doing all of that, Alexis? I was worried about you constantly Mm -hmm. and, you know, not having fun. Yes. Yep. Not having fun. I will say not had the not having fun part, maybe a tinge of jealousy that she was out there doing all this stuff and he didn't get but to he that. would not have enjoyed more being in those so, situations. Yeah. But more so that he was just constantly worried about her. Yeah. And she said, well, you didn't have to worry about me. And mm-hmm. he said, well, I did. Well, I did. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And her look out the window when she just realizes Oh my, oh my God, you care me. about me. You my brother me. loves me. It's just yeah. such a cute little moment for them. So. I have to say, like, I relate to David so much in this show. But in that moment, too, like, he's coming to terms with he's already started this, like, mental health journey, if you want to call that. Where mm-hmm. He's realizing he had anxiety. He went to the vet because <laughs> he thought he was having a heart attack <laughs> yes. um, or a panic attack. And, like. Here's another example of anxiety that he's dealt with, presumably for his whole life. I very much was in that boat until recently when I started going to therapy and like realized I was like a closeted anxious person. Like I was a Mm -hmm. high functioning, I had high functioning anxiety. And then once I realized that you like look back, you're like, oh yeah, I was hella anxious all the time. Like so much made me anxious. I just didn't know that that's what it was. Or you look at it as like isolated events and not realizing there's a pattern. It's a big package. Yeah. And so I think part of it is just realizing that about yourself. And I think this is good for David that he's like realizing and coming to terms and Alexis and admitting these things. Yeah. And Alexis gave him a good like coping strategy just to remind yourself like 
it's not as bad as you're making it out to be or other people aren't stressing about right. you as much as you think they're going to. So just take a breath, take a minute and just, you'll be fine. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Good on Alexis in this yeah, scene, helping her sure. brother out and good on David for, you know, being vulnerable. And yep. and he did it. He got it in there. the first try. Yeah. So and passing his driver's Yay, David. Yep. Yay, David. At his license. So um, Yay, we, David. let's take a quick break. We're uh, a ways into this night already. So mm-hmm. we should take a quick break. They're headed home. We're going to see what Johnny and Moyer have been up to this whole time. Okay. Sounds good. Life, liberty, the pursuit of a driver's license. These are the pillars which the Elmdale Vehicle Department proudly stands behind, and that's why they're the sponsor of this week's episode. Whether you're an angsty and hormonal teenager looking to take the wheel for the first time, or are in need of a renewal after a lengthy hiatus, the Elmdale Vehicle Department can help. In addition to driving tests, the EVD now offers customized vanity plates and a variety of fun, novelty background options for your license photos. So if you're tired of making the arduous walk to and from home each day, it's time to take the wheel. Schedule your driver's test today, and for a limited time, if you pass on the first try, you'll receive a buy one, get one coupon for wiper fluid, courtesy of Bob's Garage. Thanks again to our sponsor, the Elmdale Vehicle Department. All right, we're back, and thank you, Elmdale Vehicle Department, for sponsoring yes. our show. I didn't know a government agency like that could do a sponsorship. I but know. Good Maybe. for them. You know, I got my, uh, my Rose Vid vanity plate from there, too. Oh, did so. you? That's quite the drive to Elmdale to get your place. Yeah, took but, me uh, <laughs> took me a few days to get there, but I got it. It was worth it. What can you say? So, well, yeah, thank you. So let's uh, let's see what Johnny and Moira have been up to uh, while David and Alexis have been out on this driver's test mm-hmm. because it's the same day, and they also arrive in the office on Stevie and her conundrum and her big yeah. pile of paperwork. Johnny literally comes drowning in, in this, literally drowning in paperwork situation yeah. that fell in her lap. I think she said something to David and his, I hope I just contracted deadly lung virus from all the dust any minute so she doesn't have to go through all this She said that, I have like a sensory memory of like that (sighs) breathing and and smell. You know, I have like a couple boxes. Well, I have a couple boxes that we brought from my dad's house and if you open them up, it smells like my dad's house. Mm-hmm. His his house had a distinct smell. He did smoke in there sometimes. Mm-hmm. So it had like a distinct yeah. smell of like cigarette smoke, old photographs, and Just I don't know, time. something else. The smell of time. <laughs> time. <laughs> so, but I'm like, I should keep this sealed so I can have that yeah, nostalgia that forever. Mm-hmm. So anyway, they walk in. Johnny comes in first with a story about a drip in the kids' room. And Stevie's like, and why is this a problem for you if it's in the kids' room? But apparently it's so incessant. Tap, tap, they, it's tap, almost tap, like tap. it's there in their bathroom. Yeah. And then Moira barges in. <laughs> Stevie, I'll need your telephone, please. Along with a number to a plumber. I'm like, why do you need to come to the office to use a telephone? But she probably did not have the plumber's uh, yeah. name. This no. is not the second time we're requesting a plumber in this show. Yeah. If you remember episode two, the drip. The drip. Yeah. This is a the new plumber drip, was a drunk. So good luck getting a hold of him <laughs> on a weekday if you remember that. Yeah. Good luck. But they quickly see that Stevie is very stressed. She starts to cry and Moira, you know, puts her hand on Johnny, like, stop talking. This is serious. Mm-hmm. And she says, Boy troubles, no doubt. We don't want to intrude. <laughs> it's like, okay, well, Jake oh. troubles if we're talking boy troubles. Maybe. No. But it's just 
a complete emotional breakdown because suddenly yeah. she has this motel and all this paperwork and all this responsibility just dumped in her lap. Yeah. Which she's, I have to she's say full on panicking. Yeah. That would be shocking. Like, first of all, she didn't know aunt Maureen even outright owned the motel, mm-hmm. but then to be responsible for it. Right. And what comes with that? And like, she's already keeping that place afloat day to day. Right. You as know. it was. And now it's like all her responsibility. And on top of that, this is her job and her life. So if she doesn't know what to do with it, then what? Like right. she, you know, she can't keep so her job she, and not keep the motel. Right. Really. Yeah. So she, you know, cries. She said, I have no idea what I'm doing. And Moira here with her so, uh, solid word of wisdom says, oh, none of us do, dear. We're all just muddling through, mm-hmm. which is true. We all are. Yeah. Look at John, for example. <laughs> It's like, why do you have to point to me? Totally throws him under the bus. But she makes a good point. Even someone with wild success can experience a little downspell. Mm -hmm. And he said, I didn't know I was experiencing a downspell. Come on, Johnny. Yes, you did. You know. But then she brings up again. I know he's he's planning and implementing. Like we've heard that so many times. Gotta talk about big. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All of these ideas that I'm sure are brewing somewhere. And Stevie says, I don't know what I'm going to do. I, should I sell the motel? I can't keep it. And they, and they go to shit their full beans. panic mode. They're like, no. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. No, 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 no. <laughs> that, that sends them into full panic. Uh, yeah. Moira says, Stevie, allow me to get you a pill that will make you forget every one of these irrational thoughts for at least two days. At least two days. <laughs> Once again, they have their drug connections or mm. their leftover stash or whatever yeah. it is they have. They're always having they always have yep. these little uh, mm-hmm. pills. But they're uh, they're free digs, and now what they're establishing as life might be pulled out from under them once again if she yeah. sells the motel. Mm-hmm. So that's terrifying. They <laughs> that's need terrifying her to, to, them. to keep this yeah. hotel that's overwhelming her. They they just kind of um, head back to the room. After that, they said, don't worry about the drip. It's just a wish list project. Just take your time, whatever, you know, they head back to the room and it seems as if they kind of had this plan to divide and conquer, so to speak, and figure out what they're going to do. So Moira actually heads to work. She goes to town council and like, she's there early. Everyone's walking in. Well, you're here early, which I doubt is a, is a common occasion. I'm pretty sure she's probably the last one there every day. Mm And she's creating this big kind of story ploy to yeah. get them in, to invest heritage funds and save dug up an old newspaper, <laughs> laying a base. Yeah. And nobody's buying it, of no. course. Mm-mm. Bob just ditzy. Bob Bob. Ditzy Bob is like a good way to describe mm-hmm. him. Yeah. But he's just, oh, my God, I write that down. I should go visit the new pulp mill, whatever. <laughs> we also hear more sketchy information about Gwen in this scene. Did you catch that? She she only uses the library computer because she doesn't want anyone tracking her IP number. So yes, who knows what she is doing on because, the web. Because that came up because Moira said we should use the heritage funds to restore an old building. And he said mm-hmm. like the library. Yeah. So uh, obviously she's meaning the hotel. Not sure if you saw this, but behind Moira in this is two hanging pictures. And okay. one of them is Roland. Oh, and one of them it. is a black and white gentleman that looks like Roland that I presume must be Horace shit. Oh my gosh. Can we try to <laughs> screenshot to go, that? We'll have I have to go, to go back, go back and, and look. And, it's, yeah. it's very um, kind of out of focus, but one is definitely Roland. Cause you can tell the whole facial mm-hmm. structure and the hat and everything. And then the other one caricature Elliot looking. in a wig. 
Yeah, and or a monocle like gray hair, or and it's black and white, so okay. like it looks older. Yeah, that's funny. Well, it's just like the town sign too. It's just a little prop thing I picked up on that's in that funny. scene. I was also looking for a coffee mug for Ronnie, but she didn't have one in this scene. I was looking kind of in the background. There's a lot behind Bob. I saw ping pong paddles. Yeah, so they I must have a too. ping pong table in there somewhere. Yep. Yeah. But you're but, right. Um, Moira's well, trying to to lay a base for this idea that they use these heritage funds for the motel. And Ronnie's response is perfect. That seems like a personal issue or a personal <laughs> project. But Moira assures her, no, it's a, it's a, it affects everyone. We all know or are someone that lives in a motel. <laughs> yes. Yes, we do, yes, Moira. Yeah. <laughs> so no one buys her desperate attempt. No. So that's a failure. And she realizes that too. Like, yeah, she's, she's sparking up the wrong tree here. Mm-hmm. So uh, meanwhile, Johnny comes back down to the office to kind of strategize. He, I think he comes with the intent to strategize and brainstorm a TV and think about ideas and looks at the ledger book and talks about, you know, what about charging for late checkouts, which I did notice in the previous scene, all of the keys were on the board. So they don't even have guests to check out, Mm. which Stevie also says. Yeah. So uh, there are no guests. So charging for late checkouts is a moot point. And she's a better idea though. Maybe we could charge full price for the permanent residence. (laughs) Well, he said, well, sometimes it's the second or third idea that really hits. (laughs) That really like, no, 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 no. He also, he's there to tell her he fixed the drip. Oh, right. Temporary fix. (laughs) So we had a drip in our bathroom sink here. And Mm -hmm. the only thing I know that might fix this is if you loosen the handles and they just aren't Mm -hmm. closing tight enough. So I tried the only trick I know, Mm -hmm. and it was much more complicated than that. Joe's dad had to fix it for us. Okay. It wasn't a, even a YouTubeable one for me. Well, I am proud to say that I installed the bidet that you bought for me. You guys, mm. Katie bought me a bidet as a housewarming present. Yeah, I and sure did. There was a little bit of plumbing work involved. Like you have to hook it up to the water line and make sure yep. everything's fastened. I felt pretty proud. I kind of felt like Johnny does at the end of this episode when he finally mm-hmm. does fix it. I installed like, ours too. It's there's something about like doing household like repairs or yeah. things. It's like, wow, I've never, you've never Prideful. done that before. I was proud yes. of my my bidet installation. So Steffi's lived in two apartments since I since she moved to Ohio <laughs> and I bought her both pooping related housewarming gifts. Yeah, she's taking care Number of my bathroom one, needs. I'm taking care of her backside, guys. <laughs> She has my back. Number, number one was a squatty potty. Squatty and potty. number two was a bidet. Yes. And trust me, guys, I if you have both, both of these items. Yes, mm-hmm. we both yeah. do. If you I, have these items, you have a pooping paradise in your bathroom. <laughs> I also unrelated, but kind of, I just ordered my pixie cup, which is like a diva cup. So suggested by me. Haven't tried it yet, but I won't. I got a lot of business podcast, below Stephanie's but- belt. <laughs> Thank you for your service. Um, I think bidets are com- pretty common in other parts of the world. Yeah, they are. I think I think America's just stuck up We're and behind the time doesn't know what they're missing because mm-hmm. even if it's cold water, it's still a nice, I a nice wash. I screamed <laughs> the first time. I just didn't know what to expect. But shocking. Yeah, I got used to. It well, quick. we can thank my niece Crystal for that bidet recommendation. She had hers first, and I took it and ran with it and got myself and you one. So, and talked another friend into getting one. Hey, can you get some, like, um, some, I should get a commission off this shit. (laughs) I should get a, like, have a, what do they call it? Where you have like a link. Use my link. Yes. 
Use my link for $5 off for me and for you. (laughs) That seems like an MLM strategy to me. Could have like a sponsored bidet. Get a bidet. Yes. Sponsorship. We'll talk to Dan Levy about this. We're getting sidetracked. (laughs) We literally just said we don't have tangents for this storyline, but here we are talking about bidets. You guys should know this already. (laughs) Okay. Anyways, so so you're right. Dave or Johnny Johnny fixes drip. He, he did some it. minor plumbing work. He fixed his drip by rubber banding a bag <laughs> over the <laughs> with an elastic, which must be a, a Canadian word for Stevie a rubber says, band. Yeah, or a hair tie or something. Oh, Stevie oh, yeah, says, maybe. Won't that just fill up eventually? Yes, yes, it will. It's like it's I said it was a temporary fix. fix. Temporary yeah. fix. We still need that plumber. So Moira comes back to the room and jo- we see Johnny implementing and strategizing, working on an adding machine. And suddenly it looks like he's, he's actually making a business plan. He said, you know, I think if I, I, apparently he had a lot of eggs in this Moira getting money in town from town council basket, because he says, I think with some money from council, we can make this work. We could get a discount on paper products and blah, blah, blah. He's coming up with all these things Stevie could do, but Moira tries to just kind of skip over the fact that she didn't get the funds. She's, she's easing the blow by boasting his ego a little bit. And well, it seems like we don't need that money. Yeah. yeah. When you're back and look at all the, the good. Yeah. Look at all yeah. the good you can do with your back against the wall. Far be it for me to rob you of your necessity. She says, <laughs> and he then quickly realizes, okay, you didn't get the you money. But she's but right. He has he been looking for a project? It's it's on a greater scale than when he was helping Twyla a few weeks ago at the cafe. But like, right when he has purpose, he thrives. He flourishes. And we've we've yep. seen and flourishes. We've seen this with all the roses except him up to this point. But yep. now here's his moment. And and Moira kind of pushes him. Go, go tell her now of your decision. She is, <laughs> when you she didn't is really I'm make realizing a decision. the more we like digest this show, she's kind of a puppet master a little bit I with Johnny. Yeah, she is. Yes. Yeah. I can't even believe though, that she's open to this idea because like he said, that's a commitment Moira. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't scare her off of this idea. Yeah. So she, they're really laying roots here. But for, they're also desperate because, I mean, like, if the motel goes, where are they going to go? Right. Maybe she they just, have no choice at this point. She doesn't want to have to pack up thinks. those wigs again. Yeah. It's true. They got to be con- temperature controlled container. Exactly. That's a tough thing to find. So but you're right. She he, sends them on down back to the office again. Yeah. He heads down to the office. And who do we see but our beloved Ray Butani. Our buddy Ray. He's yes. there ready to take some pics and do some staging with some he fake is, food. <laughs> yes. He is hardcore selling this real estate package to CV. Plastic foods. You're right. He's going to yeah. sell all the rooms with plastic foods. And he is eager. He's got mm-hmm. his camera in the car and he is yeah. ready. And Johnny steps in and very boldly says... Stevie's not selling. And she said, well, I can't do it alone. Well, he says, well, what if you had a partner? He's being a little aggressive. Like he is he's being like, aggressive. Stevie's not selling. Like let her decide. You're not the boss yeah. here. Mm-hmm. Ray chimes in just like he always does about <laughs> Johnny's money. I wouldn't get involved with someone who has no capital or contacts or industry, industry experience. experience. <laughs> yeah. And Johnny says, no, you're not selling and you're not doing this alone. Mm-hmm. And this is such an important moment for Johnny because Stevie, yes. I don't think he knows what a gift this is to Stevie, because like I said, her whole life security is kind of He's on the line trying with to this. save his, 
his well-being and his family. But he doesn't realize what he's doing for her at the same time. So. So Ray leaves, but he's such a good change your mind. Yeah. Give me a call. I just I really love this hug because you just you see how relieved Stevie is and you see how genuinely surprised Johnny is that well she even like he's such an impulsive hug and she kind of draws back and like apologizes like she's surprised herself but right. in this moment doesn't it feel like Johnny's gaining a daughter like another a daughter, daughter. Mm-hmm. and it's, their relationship is, becomes so special this relationship has just like started like is mm-hmm. we're just building this new foundation yeah. here and I yeah. love it such a good moment for them yeah. Such a good moment for them and David and Alexis at the end of their scene. Yeah, so a lot of that emotional really, connecting and healing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good. It really rounds out those two storylines. So we see one uh, last little scene back in the motel room. Mm-hmm. David, of course, obviously complaining about the lighting and the lack of options for his driver's license pic, mm-hmm. which who likes their driver's license picture? Do and you? it is a few days. I actually like my Ohio one now. <laughs> I like the Ohio we, we license. Sad. I like the Ohio license, the look of it better. Like it's a black and white photo. It's a little more aesthetic than the Michigan one. No offense, Michigan. But yeah, but you were saying it is, it's presumably a couple days later. A couple days. They're wearing different clothes because yeah, Yeah. it takes a while to get your, your actual license license in the mail. Yeah. Yeah. So they're chatting about this on their beds, the kids. And meanwhile, Johnny comes out of the room and he's like, come and look at this guys. I fixed the dress. This is what I love about Johnny. Like he's, he takes such satisfaction out of work that there's almost like no job too small that he isn't proud to do. Like, yeah, proud to work at the restaurant. He's proud to fix the leaky drip. Like, it's really proud to put a lock on the door, even though it didn't <laughs> stick. <laughs> the door. That was his first effort, even he's though getting, Alexis busted it in two he's seconds. Getting better, but um, he's like genuinely proud to do even the smallest thing, which probably think- goes back to his roots. Like, he was a self-made man, you know. Yep. Yeah. I think that he watched a YouTube video to learn how to fix this or <laughs> maybe I don't know if he's quite there yet. He probably bought I mean like a he went to the library a and rented DIY a kit. I went to the library. And he saw <laughs> Gwen he there. Gwen while he was there. <laughs> on OnlyFans or whatever she was looking up that day. Patreon. Well, the whole family has to come in and check out his work. And he's so proud. And of course they all just <laughs> <laughs> they all just like rain on his parade, just like also, always. Because the temperatures got switched around. They switched the yeah. That's a Alexis, common thing. Like, yeah, and Alexis like, I why won't like you I'm... just take your hand out from under the hot water? She's like, oh, it's <laughs> burning. Are you letting oh it? My God. You can just turn the water off, or just like take your hand out of the sink. What if the tap the handle was getting hot though? Remember when we stayed at Aaliyah's and I warned you said don't touch the oh, handle. The hot water handle was boiling hot. I've lived in a couple places. My last apartment had the hot water was on the opposite side. And I remember the Girl, first time you came over and I didn't warn you and you were like, oh my God, there's no hot water. And you're I, like, figured I don't think I, I can was, do this. I was panicky. <laughs> it was hot. It was really hot that yeah. weekend. I was like, I'm going to die if I... <laughs> no, no wasn't it? Because I... Oh, I thought it was because it was too hot. I was like, I need a cold shower because I was sweating my ass off. <laughs> Either way, like, yeah, you couldn't get the figure out the temperature. First, Eventually, but. we got that sorted. It was just but even our, even my mom and dad's like bathroom growing up, it was I don't just. I really know why that happens, but like, it's just the two lines common. get swipped, switched, switched when you hook them up. And okay. honestly, once you get used to it, there's no sense in switching it because you just figure it out and you know. You're just yeah. used to it in your house. Mm-hmm. But you're right. Alexis could have easily just taken her hand out of the water. Mm-hmm. And she said, she says, ouch, ouch, 
ouch, ouch, David. <laughs> Not to David, but <laughs> basically with her little like, yeah. I, I don't know if you'd call it an accent, but just the way she says things. So. Yeah. But the funny, the last little look that Moira gives Johnny, like, good job. And then mm-hmm. looks at David and rolls her eyes. Like, like oh, okay, boy. we've all seen this. <laughs> Johnny just has this proud look on him. He doesn't face, care. And that's He's it. He doesn't care what the family thinks. Yeah. And like, we we're kind of left with a little bit of uncertainty or maybe a cliffhanger because they've made this verbal agreement, him and Stevie. Right. We don't know what's going to go but on like, for the motel. Is he investing? Is he going to work there? Like, we don't really know. Right. And he said, um, actually, just because you came back to that, I had a note just about what he said to Stevie that he, he seems passionate just about turning this place around. He, he mm-hmm. said, it's not charity. I will take a, a mm-hmm. salary if, if and when we get profitable. So I think it sounds like he's in it for the long haul, but you know, like, just like you said, they don't have anything concrete set and yeah. planned. So, mm-hmm. but it'll be interesting to see what happens going forward yeah. with the motel though. So now we've but got, I'm so happy for Johnny. I would say we have four. Mm-hmm. I know I'm happy. Three. We have four for four. Rose is employed, but David is back off the yeah, David's employment off the mar- train. Employment market here. So um, three to four. Three we'll have four. to see what he's going to do. You're right. Yeah, he's got to do something. He he was living off that 40K for a hot second, but now that the car money's gone, he probably has to find something soon, don't you think? Yeah, I think so. So we'll see what happens there. So. All right. Well, that's the episode. I have some right. trivia for you as All usual. Right, let's hear it. What did Alexis advise David to do to succeed at his driver's test? She said, you just get in, do what they tell you and wear this. Wear. Oh my God. Wear a low cut top. Nope. <laughs> I don't know. That might work for my work for Alexis. She says, wear your best hair perfume. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> said, okay, I don't have hair I perfume. Don't have perfume. <laughs> Low cut top might work for Alexis, though. Yeah. If they, uh, I guess it depends on who was, the driving Teacher was yeah. into women, at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How many years ago did the old pulp mill burn down? Oh, I want to say it's either two or three years. It's two. Two years. Okay. So I'll give you that one. Give yeah. you that one. When they say Final pulp question. mill, I picture orange juice. I know that's not right. Do you think, what is like something to do with wood, isn't it? Pulp, like chopped up wood, like wood chips. I guess so. Is that what they Thought do at a pulp mill? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like yeah. hot us. Yeah. But what's, what then do they what do, do with the with mill it? with that? Maybe they Can like someone explain this to us. Compress it into particle board or something. Or paper. All of papers. that, Ike- all that Ikea furniture that is just like, Press pulp. board. Yeah. Like yeah. press board stuff. Yeah. That's a good thought. Mm-hmm. Tell us what they do at pulp mills, guys. Help us. <laughs> final, final question. How many countries does Alexis have her license in? Six. Oh. It's seven. Oh, okay. You were so close. Wow. See, this is what happens yeah. when I don't seven. take thorough notes. before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, at least you didn't spoil any of my questions tonight. Yeah. Seven countries. And she has her F class, which is. Yeah. Maybe a Something. thing. We're not really sure. She can shuttle a lot of people around. So what's next week, Steph? Well, next week. You're in charge. We see that Johnny is now involved with the motel to some capacity, but things get a little bit um, messy when he kind of accidentally rents out some rooms for some unsavory business dealings, and he has to figure <laughs> out how to deal with that. Um, well, that's and interesting. Then, 
at the vet, this is the funnier storyline in my mind, Ted accidentally exposes himself uh, to the masses un- unknowingly um, thanks to Alexis. Alexis's I'm new webcam. With that. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll have to see how all of that unfolds. But Good. in the meantime, let's throw out some questions this week for our audience. Do you have any like good driver's training stories? Do you or... have any bad driver's license picks that you'll share with any us? Bad license picks. Yeah. Like I'm not a fan of mine, but I know there's gotta be some doozies out there. That my, would be fun. My passport photo was really bad. Like something about when they printed it, my skin just became very like orange, like oh, I had jaundice. No. Uh, and then you've got it for 10 years. Um, so that yeah, that's a long yeah, one. Bad license photo picks, driver's training stories. Did you pass your road test on the first try? And um, what's your best home fixer upper? Uh, yeah. You what's know, your best proud, fix? proud thing. Yeah, I'd love to hear it. Now that I'm like living in a house where we have to. What's your best Johnny Rose plumbing style fix? Yeah. (laughs) Do you just? We've already. Do you just put a Ziploc bag over the? Yeah. I mean, we've already asked people about like handy projects and car Mm -hmm. things, but nothing like small like that. Like what's break? What what can you you fix? What Mm -hmm. can you do? So yeah, are you cool? We'll have some fun topics. No more, uh, no more funeral topics. <laughs> We're moving on to lighter things. <laughs> moving on to life. Yes. So. Alrighty. All right. Well, looking forward to that, Stephanie. Um, if you got your sunglasses, good for you. Yeah. Let us know if they fit. <laughs> if you like them. Let us, let us know if you fit. They fit your head. <laughs> yeah. I'm still deciding if I'm going to get them. I'll report back next week if I got them. All right. Not, but. Sounds good. Looking forward to an update. Until then, best wishes. And warmest regards. Fat Spatula.